0: Hey Wigs, this week I tackle Les Moonves, so buckle up.
1: And you know what? TV networks need to give me my shows and stop making me work so damn hard for them.
0: It's the new Big White Way in Quiz and Paul, where I test his Betty White knowledge.
1: I've seen Mamma Mia twice in less than two weeks, and you have to hear about it.
0: We discussed Robin's new single. Now I just want to know, can we get a full album?
1: And yes, Virginia, there is a thing called Bigfoot porn, and I will break it down for you.
0: This is Wigs and Weiss. So back to Oceans 8. <laughs>
1: Frigid Farrah can be used to help people understand how to be intimate with a partner.
0: No. Um, a little tangent off of that. We watched all the money in the world Well, I fell asleep halfway through. Now Oari.
1: he's the poppy, champagne poppy. No, he's not talking about her <laughs> vagina. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Jeff. And Annabelle. And now we have to find out about the nun? Yeah. No. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, fuck that nun. You guys want to know other stuff we like?
0: Anna, holding your mama's rank. She
1: told me I was starving my face. And I think that there are lunatics that are going to bring their sex dolls out to Fridays. Oh, for sure. And be like, she'll have the margarita, but not too many, because then she starts talking back. I'm about to burp. Oh, wait. Is it? Oh, all
0: right. I'm sorry. Uncooked, but not raw. Uncooked, but not raw. Chew on that for a minute, because I don't know how it could be one without the other.
1: <laughs> Throw me off a balcony. I can't live in this world anymore.
0: And it's not nice, and I don't appreciate it. So Lindy? No.
1: Cla- Clandy? <laughs> Clandy star? Doesn't matter.
0: Doesn't matter. Gay swans in Austria oh. attacked humans to protect their adopted baby. Stop it. A colorful plastic cup. <laughs>
1: Do you understand that that story <laughs> took more twists than the oceans they did?
0: <laughs> you're in your hospital bed, just woke up, <laughs> it's Thursday, and you're like, and two Wigs and Wives day. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This
2: is
0: Wigs and
1: Wives. Hey, Chunk, you're funny. What's your little bum bum.
0: He's got the tiniest bum. He does. the cutest
1: bum. It's like a nubbin of a tail and I want to bite it.
0: It like doesn't... It doesn't cover his butthole quite enough. So in the morning, I'll wake up and he'll be like full butthole in my face. I'm
1: squeezing his nubbin right now. I've never done this before, and I feel like he loves it. I think
0: he likes it. For the record,
1: because we are recording, I was talking about <laughs> Chunk's <spot> hole, <laughs> And I'm squeezing it. Cheers. Cheers. Hi, Wigs. Hi, Wigs. Uh, Welcome to Wigs and Weiss. I'm Lindsay. I'm Paul Kroos. I'm Lindsay Blarbert gilberman
0: <laughs> And together we make up 100% of Wigs and Weiss. <gasps> Isn't that Jeez, amazing? lovely.
1: Uh, oh, where have you been all my summer? Gorgeous.
0: So uh, we are drinking wine today. i not which... talking
1: about Lindsay. I'm talking bitch. about the wine.
0: Well, I brought you that wine in your <laughs> life. So so you should be talking to me. Um, I've been obsessed with this Trader... It's a wine that Trader Joe's carries. I can't remember the name right now, but um, it's an amazing wine. It's the perfect rosé.
1: It's really good. Yeah. We should... We'll put it somewhere.
0: On the Instagram, On the Instagram. Yeah. (laughs)
1: But it's really good.
0: It's so good. It's it's my dream rosé. I've been looking for this How can since we
1: be? Ta- we have to stop talking about it? Because people are going to be like, well, don't. We need the name.
0: Right. We need the name. Except I'm going to keep talking about it for one <laughs> second. Um, we went to a restaurant in Los Angeles called The Heart and the Hunter years oh. ago with Paul and Nick.
1: You've been chasing that rosé ever since.
0: And Josh and I got this delicious, deep rosé. And this is the closest I've ever found to nailing it.
1: Now, can I ask you a question about that? Do you believe that it really was the rosé that night or was it kind of like the magic of the evening that also you are chasing?
0: It was all encompassing. However, if I would have had this rosé that night, mm-hmm. then I would have been obsessed with this rosé too.
1: Got it. Okay. You know? Yeah. So
0: it's worth the hype. Yeah. But it also had to do with just like a magical night with friends.
1: What did we do that night? Like where were we coming from? or you doing? Not I think it was just
0: a random meetup. I think. You guys text him and just like, do you guys want to come to dinner? we're like, yeah, That okay. restaurant,
1: if it's still open and you live in Los Angeles, that place is so great. It is so great. It's like and a I, little slice of, it feels like European. Yeah, a
0: little country too. Oh,
1: wee. Like, we should go back there.
0: Like Cabin in the Woodsy a little bit.
1: Um, We should get started we probably should, before probably. everyone's like, that's really fascinating Snooze how magooze. you guys hang out in Los Angeles. Um, I don't have any housekeeping to you.
0: If I did, I forgot about it. So, done and keeping done. up with a trend.
1: Let's pop our corks. Let's. Do you want to get started?
0: Sure, because okay. um, I'm going to go in hard on Les Moonves oh, immediately. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who do not know who Les- Leslie Moonves is, Leslie Moonves is a man, not a woman, and he is um, the chairman and CEO of CBS Corporation. Um, this past week, uh, Ronan Farrow wrote an expose similar to the one he wrote about Harvey Weinstein that uh, talked about six women who came forward saying that in the 1980s and 90s, uh, Les Munvez was a real lech. Um, he's been accused of sexually harassing women he had business dealing with, basically. And when I say sexually harassing, I mean he would forcibly kiss them, grope them, climb on top of them, um, one of the accounts that I wanted to talk about specifically was Ileana Douglas, who... Yes.
1: That's the only one I've heard.
0: She She's the most recognizable. Um, if you don't know who she is, she was on Six Feet Under. She has been around forever. Google her. You will immediately... Um, you'll immediately recognize her. But she had a pilot at CBS in the 90s called Queens and um, had a great relationship with Les Moonves and then... Uh, She was called to his office because he wanted to discuss her performance during rehearsals of Queens. There, which is
1: already a red flag. Exactly. Why the hell do I have to come to your office for you to give me like?
0: But she thought she looked at him as like a father figure. Oh, that's the. I I don't blame her at all.
1: I'm saying you should not be having these meetings in your office. That's no, of course not. It's bad what he did.
0: Yes. So he he, was able
1: to do it by because he was behind this closed door.
0: Yes, and he forced himself on her. She got out of there with. By by, kind of like Joking around with him Because she didn't want To piss him off
1: And he pinned her down Right He pinned
0: her down He pinned her against the wall He pinned her on the sofa And he pinned her against the wall um, And like shoved his tongue Down her throat And you know Really wanted to get with her uh, She rebuffed him And shortly after that She was fired from the sitcom He berated her In front of people After a rehearsal And then Her agent at CAA Dropped her
1: Jesus.
0: Yes, ma'am. Oh, my God. And that is one of the accounts. Um, at least five other women have come forward with similar stories. And she stories. is, if I might
1: say, like, she is an actress who had a, like, a little bit of a run, I remember, during that time. And it dropped yes. off. Yes. Same with Mira Sorvino. Same yes. with all, like, Annabella Ciora, All these women that you look back and Ashley Judd that you're like, what, what happened? What happened to them? That's what happened. You got blackballed. Yes.
0: And the only reason she was able to work again was because after this and after everything that happened... Um, she contacted her ex, who was Martin Scorsese. They had been together for like 10 years and they had recently broken up. And she said, this is what's happening. I want to press charges. And basically her lawyer, I believe, called Les and said, if you don't want this coming out, you need to pay her the rest of her contract, which was $250,000. They tried not to pay the rest of her overall deal, for that sitcom, and how under
1: what grounds did they terminate her officially? Because
0: they weren't impressed by her performance anymore.
1: Fuck yo face.
0: Yes.
1: Oh, I just did a flip flop with middle finger for those of all who couldn't <laughs> see it. I did one side, then I turned it, then I turned her back. Mm-hmm, that's for less.
0: That's that's totally warranted. Um, so there are multiple other accounts within this expose you should read it even though it's horrifying it's important to know the specifics Um, but the thing that really ruffles my feathers even more is that in December Les helped found the commission on eliminating sexual harassment and advancing equality in the workplace is that what she did? I did it! which is chaired by Anita Hill. And he's quoted in saying, it's a watershed moment. This is all about me, the Me Too movement. Right. He said, it's a watershed moment. I think it's important that a company's culture will not allow for this. And that's the thing that's far reaching. There's a lot we're learning. There's a lot we didn't know. It's a real kind of the calls coming from inside the house yeah, kind of situation. Yeah, sure
1: is. Ooh we Right? Yes. And can you
0: imagine... Hearing that motherfucker say that, being one of these women that was blackballed, that had business dealings, just go to the wayside because they wouldn't make out or have sex with him.
1: Yeah, and I have to say, like, my sympathies lie entirely. Well, no, I'm not going to say that. Like, obviously, the victims of his assaults are deserving of any and all sympathy and thought. But I also I feel for Julie Chen right now. I'm like wondering yeah. how she has to a very public person has to maintain. A front mm-hmm. and be not only someone who goes on air but is resp- expected to like respond on something yes. that she probably is uncovering herself and trying to like formulate where she stands and Absolutely. she did come out in his defense And I don't blame her for that. I don't know what I would do in this scenario, but like, it's I I feel for her. Mm -hmm. And I'm really proud of Stephen Colbert. Did you see what he said about it? My God. In three minutes, I was like, brilliant. If you guys haven't seen it, Stephen Colbert made some comments about this. Stephen Colbert, who is employed by Mr. Moonves, Mm -hmm. came out in defense of women, of the women who were assaulted, and women in general. There's,
3: There's a JFK quote that I like, and I cite a fair amount on this show, and it's that those who make peaceful revolution impossible make violent revolution inevitable. And for so long, for women in the workplace, there was no change, no justice for the abused. So we shouldn't be surprised that when the change comes, it comes radically. This roar is just a natural backlash to all that silence. I don't know what's going to happen, but I do believe in accountability. And not just for politicians you disagree with. Everybody believes in accountability until it's their guy. And make no mistake, Les Moonves is my guy. He hired me to sit in this chair. He stood behind this show while we were struggling to find our voice. He gave us the time and the resources to succeed, and he has stood by us when people were mad at me, and I like working for him. But accountability is meaningless, unless it's for everybody, whether it's the leader of a network or the leader of the free world.
0: And Les came out and said, he basically, he didn't admit to he admitted that he had made some choices in the past that were not on the up and up. But when you read this expose, his his response to every single one of the the matters was he has no recollection or record of the meeting. It's like, well, he's either lying or he did this so many times that you it's can't keep track. Exactly.
2: Oh,
1: ugh.
0: Anyway, he's a piece of garbage. <laughs> um
1: Barrage, <terrible. laughs>
0: Uh, he used his position of power to get what he wanted. And when he didn't w- get it, he fucking ruined them. Yeah. So.
1: Double toxic. It's bad enough to do one or the other, but to do them both is just reprehensible.
0: Yes. Yes, sir.
1: And part of the fabric of being a rich, white, straight man. Right? Seems like it. Yeah. How to make an American quilt, straight man style. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, since you started there, I would like to talk about James Gunn. Yes, please. Um, So for those of you who have not heard what happened to James Gunn, a film director who was responsible for a lot of sort of weird kind of uh, odd independent horror films in the early mid 2000s and more most recently for the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise at Disney Marvel. Um, a piece of garbage conservative Twitter hound is best thing I can, not yeah. hound, that's not nice to hounds, um, a
0: troll troll
1: named Mike Cernovich, I believe his name is, he's popped up a few times and he's also someone who's been busted for like dick pics and he's by no means the moral fabric that he portains to be, mm-hmm. pertains to be, portends like, to be, I, <sighs> words you guys, they're hard. <laughs> I <We> said portains, <laughs> pertains, portends, that's what I wanted, portends, okay. portends to be, it I I've looked it up a few times because I feel like sometimes it's just someone mistaking pretense, right, but it's a word. I've looked it up. I
0: believe you in the same way that <laughs> <laughs> that this weekend Josh said you have to use kid gloves for some something, and I said it's actually kit gloves, and I hate myself for uh, correcting you because I don't know why it's kit gloves. It's kit gloves, but it is kit gloves. Holy shit! Yeah. I didn't know
1: that either. I thought it was kid gloves.
0: I'll I'll look it up.
1: There's a thousand of those phrases that yes. I feel like are kind of a glitch in the matrix. I don't really think they're our fault.
0: No, I don't think so either. Um,
1: anyway, back to James Gunn. He tweeted a bunch of tweets like 15 years ago that are without any qualifiers, the dumbest things I've read in a really oh, long time. Terrible, and really just in poor taste. That said, and I'll it's like one of them is like, "I like when little boys touch me in my silly place." The best thing about being raped is when you're done being raped. It's like, "Woo, this feels great." Not being raped. Now nobody's laughing. I had to read them because people have asked, like, right. "What did he say?" That's what he said. The thing with Twitter is it's public. It always was public. He made a mistake, but he was not tweeting about behavior that he was participating in. We right. know this. We know that's the fact. Bad jokes are bad jokes. Roseanne Barr surely can attest to that as well. Absolutely. And yet Disney hired her when we knew she had tweeted all these many things. But uh,
0: that's true. We did. I was going to say, but they did fire her.
1: They, but not for these, not for the old tweets. Right. These are old tweets. That uh, James Gunn is being, like, dragged for when he, and I'll read his statement real quick because I do think it's very much what I'm trying to...
0: Yes, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I was just going to say yes, I agree with you. Okay.
1: Many people who have followed my career know when I started, I viewed myself as a provocateur, making movies and telling jokes that were outrageous and taboo. As I've discussed publicly many times, as I've developed as a person, so has my work and humor. It's not to say I'm better, but I'm very, very different than I was few, a few years ago. Today, I tried to root my work in love and connection and less in anger. My days saying something just because it's shocking and trying to get a reaction are over. For the record, when I made those shocking jokes, I wasn't living them out. I know this is a weird statement to make and seems obvious, but still, here I am saying it. Anyway, that's the complete honest truth. I used to make a lot of offensive jokes. I don't anymore. I don't blame my past self for this, but I like myself more and feel like a more full human being and creator today. Love you to you all. Now. In just assessing statements alone, that is a statement that assesses the situation. Yes. I watched 10 full minutes of Roseanne on Sean Hannity. Oh, who, I haven't watched it. Who had moments where I was like, okay, okay, and then it fell off a cliff. Because the, at the end of the day, Roseanne cannot say why she said Planet of the Apes. If it's not race, if it's, quote, I didn't know the bitch was black, then what is it? What reference to Planet of the Apes were you making? Uh, She
0: did say that, and I'm not defending Roseanne at all. she didn't say it on Hannity. And I was like,
1: I can't with her anymore. I can't listen to her, be the victim. She
0: is a terrible human being. She's a terrible human being. Like, that is not something I'm arguing. She's also come up with, I'm going to say 10 excuses as to why she said the joke that she said. She thought, quote, Roseanne, I thought the bitch was white. Uh she said that the re- it was about the anti-semitism of the Iran deal because the writer of Planet of the Apes was
1: a Jewish man okay. which is Well a, that's the first I've heard of that. I didn't know she said that. And that's
0: the longest walk and you know that if she's tweeting on Ambien which is another excuse <laughs> right. her brain is not putting all those connections and if it did she doesn't remember it in the morning no, she if does she's not. tweeting on Ambien no. like this bitch said something racist and she's looking for ways out of it yes. and maybe her Whoever. Somebody, I think
1: someone did some research to yes. come up with that and was like, here it is, here, yeah. go, go, go. Yeah. He's Jewish. He yeah. wrote it. Go. Yeah.
0: And by the way, the original Planet of the Apes, not all of the other spinoffs or yes. whatever uh, remakes that have happened. So... The Mark
1: Wahlberg one in particular. Ugh.
0: Although, no, I think I liked it. so
1: bad. There's
0: one that I liked.
1: The only good memory I have of that movie is that I saw it with my grandmother and at the end she fell asleep through the whole thing. At the end she looked at me and went, cute. <laughs> and I was like, I love you, Meme. I
0: love you. Oh, Meme,
1: that's Meme. cute. She did not come up with that nickname. That nickname was given to her. Moving Remember. on.
0: <laughs> that was some shade. So I agree. And I've gone back and forth in my mind, like James Gunn. I'll close yeah. it so it gets a little bit cooler in here. Um, James Gunn. I'm
1: Schwitzing. That's a word I learned on Wigs and Weiss.
0: Oh, that's right. Schvitzing. Um So I don't think he should be fired, but I don't know if it's just because I... Sympathize with a liberal more, or if I truly think that he deserves to i, I my mind is just like go back and delete the stupid fucking tweets. I know were
1: they live? I thought maybe like someone screen grabbed them from why the why would past, they like... screen
0: grab like age old tweets of James Gunn now, yeah,
1: and that also i think
0: or back in the day, anticipating that he's going to be a huge director,
1: yeah, maybe no i I don't know, I think at this point though, I just like. I don't feel. I don't know. Maybe I am too liberal too that I'm just like siding with him because he. It, but so many stars coming out as well and being like yes. so vocally like who the hell came out and defended Roseanne <laughs> at all right. during this?
0: And I've certainly. It's funny when this was all happening. Um, I went back through my Twitter and I was like, "Have I said anything horribly? That's offensive? a good app.
1: That's a good app. Stop talking about it. An app that goes
0: back. And <laughs> <you're constantly laughs> here he is. Sorry, sorry, sorry. They can I'll talk quieter. Okay. Back and clean your duet. That's we have
1: to do that, okay? Okay, okay back to
0: back to the so, show. um, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm if with he James. gets, I'm with James too, just because you know, we all say stupid, shit, but I've never said something as racist as Roseanne. And to be Nor fair, I've
1: never said anything as stupid as he no, has that's either. True. I, I but don't make light of as we slip down this like slippery slope. What is the next like taboo thing that I could have something in my I like I mean I still regret that joke I made about um, the Beauty and the Beast remake and semen Do you remember that one
0: I don't It's not
1: good and it's You'll in have to there in the po- it's in our podcast If you wanted to go back and find it it's not a pro- I sang a song from Beauty and the Beast. That involved ejaculate, and I feel very bad about it. I
0: mean, that's fine though. People ejaculate. Well, for
1: now, but who knows? In a year, you Could might not be. be allowed to talk about. You might be in jail. Coming.
0: He's saying coming. <laughs> I mean, we're not a kindergarten <laughs> podcast.
1: Well, I'm scared. People
0: have orgasms, Paul.
1: <gasps> Forbid. Okay, your turn.
0: <laughs> um. So Lindsay Lohan's coming back at you. This I
1: can't take. Like, of all the bad ideas.
0: Seriously. So, for those of you not in the it. know, I'm going to watch the shit out <laughs> of it. Um, Lindsay Lohan opened a, a beach, beach house up. in Mykonos, Greece. Even though she's living in, she's been living in... Where she been living? The one with the giant buildings in the Middle East.
1: Um, Dubai. Dubai.
0: She's been living in Dubai for the past, like, three years or something. Well, only Um, a country
1: as bankrupt as Greece would be like, hey, there's a great investment. right?
0: (laughs) That's the person we want to be in business with, the one doing, like, legal Zoom commercials. (laughs) So she opened Lohan Beach House in Mykonos, Greece, and she's now coming to MTV in her attempt to be Lisa Vanderpump, but with more fillers. I will watch that. See, that's a joke, because Lisa Vanderpump has some fillers, but Lindsay Lohan is, like, half her age and has more fillers. Anyway
1: good, good joke A language. good
0: joke is when you have to explain it Everybody knows that <laughs> So um, the uh, teaser could literally only be more of a snooze If she was asleep while filming it I it's, haven't seen the
1: teaser yet I'm
0: going to Where do you put it Where do you put the mic when it When you want right, it to Mom. be on the podcast Because <laughs> I want to It's 17 seconds And I feel like we yeah, can spare 17 seconds Drop it in Okay
1: Drop her down there Pack your bags TV.
0: We're
1: going to Mykonos. <laughs> the voice. Start her walking, walking around. Family,
0: and I'm Lindsay Lohan. We know. It's
1: either you or Lohan. Get ready. Get ready. That's she, it?
0: She couldn't have tried yeah. less <laughs> hard. The, literally, it's a shot of her walking from for like two steps and then a shot of her like... Musting with her hair in between takes and then saying get ready and moving her sunglasses down from her eyes. It it's like it was weekend in Bernie's. <laughs> it's really crazy. And if that's what the show is, I'll be off yeah. after the first, but I will watch the first episode. For sure. And you can't stop me. I
1: would never try.
0: No. We're gonna watch it together, bitch. All right.
1: Um speaking of television, this is gonna be my angry rant. This is gonna get real angry. Okay. Okay. Come for me. I'm coming for the cable networks that are keeping their shit from me because I have cut the cord. And I haven't even really cut the cord. I'm like, okay, Ooh, let, me let me back up. Let me back up. So, for those of you who haven't heard me say this a thousand times, We cut the cord in Los Angeles, but we still have cable in Palm Springs because we have renters there. And we want to make sure that the old fogies who call us the day that they check into our place and go, how's the TV work? And like, (laughs) just leave it off every other input but the cable. Um, But anyway, so we legally stream everything to our place in LA because we have the cable, which is totally, we're illegal. Um, Unlike some people Who shall be left unnamed I don't know who he's talking so, about So um, anyway I'm so honest That I As you know Went back And I wanted to watch RuPaul's Drag Race Season 7 And Correct. I was like There is no place To even stream this show Even though I'm a VH1 subscriber I can't stream RuPaul's Drag Race what Season 7 What
0: about logo or whatever We're
1: not logo subscribers But to mm. me They have the show now So I should get all the seasons Through VH1 Probably yeah But they don't feel that way so even though that's the case... Logo's
0: got to keep the lights on somehow. I know, right?
1: So even though that's the case, where I, I was like, I can't stream it, I bought that season of television, oh, which girl, was not cheap on Amazon. But that, that's because I'm an honest person, okay?
2: Could you just tell us the gist of the story?
1: So... Um, I already can't watch Drag Race or The Housewives Boat Trip from Hell until the next day, oh. which is hard. Okay, <laughs> I they've already can they've imagine. already kept some things from me. They're like, if you're going to be streaming, you'll get it the next day, which is all right. I can live with that. It's not fair to me, but you're trying to keep cable unless TV you're in the alive. desert, then you right. can watch it live. Yes, and if you're trying to keep cable, that's fine. That's fair. Here's what I cannot accept from you: expiring content. <gasps> no, let me start my here. Let me start here. BBC America coming for you first. I was halfway through Killing Eve, which is phenomenal, as I've said. Right. And I went back to watch it. This show aired maybe three or four months ago. They have... All the episodes are down. You can't watch them anymore.
0: And now it's because it's been nominated
1: for Emmys. And it's going to be Hulu got the exclusive rights to air it in the fall. Now, in the meantime, this is a television show that you produced and I paid for because I'm a cable subscriber. Give it to me now. Example number two and grand (laughs) prize for all this fuckery is F-fucking-X. Okay? FX is like... Honestly, if it is like even remotely in the window of it airing and you haven't watched it, they're like, you want, if you're not watching... It, no, it's gone. It's, it's gone. gone. It's, it's gone. gone. Better Things, which is a phenomenal show. And I don't know if I've ever wigged out on it That's before. That's
0: Pamela Adlon's yes. show?
1: It is so fucking good. And you should be watching it. You will love it. Um, we caught wind of how good it is during season two. So being good, loyal viewers, we went back and watched season one.
2: The gist of the story, Rose.
1: Our reward when we came to season two, go fuck yourself. No. It's gone. <gasps> like right after it aired. Double clutch its my pearl. Season two was off of FX's streaming service. Bitch. So then there's- That's a, so shady. And now how about Atlanta? Atlanta, which I'm like watching pretty much live. We're maybe two or three weeks behind. No. The finale aired on May 10th. And we had, like, dwindled a little bit as the season ended, but we were probably there on, like, July 10th. So two months after the finale finale has aired, she gone. Surprise! You better get on Pose before that disappears. I know. She gone. So I had to buy... That final episode on Amazon for two ninety nine. That's how
0: they get you. Because
1: I can't rent it either, by the way. I can't rent a t- an episode of television. I have to buy it. I That's have to stupid. own Atlanta. the do you have to own an episode of television? You, t- you, you tell me, FX. And then lastly is this one. And this is where the point comes in because I will get to it. I've been hearing a lot about the show Trial and Error on NBC. Mm-hmm. It's like a sort of like mockumentary into the true crime genre and stuff like that.
0: I'm into it. I you, mean, I haven't watched it. It's but.
1: supposed to. John Larry Kett was on the first season. Um, Kristen Chenoweth was on the second season. Looks very clever. So I was like, I will go back to season one and I will watch this show. No man. Now this is Hulu. Okay, Hulu now, who is supposed to have full seasons of everything? They will start you on episode nine if the, if you want. That's where they start. Episode nine. <laughs> I said I would like to watch the whole show please. <laughs> they said no you can start in episode 9. So here's what I did. You ready for this? And this is why TV is fucked up you and bought it's going up away. Until episode oh, 8. Oh, I most certainly did not. I went right on there in my browser. I said YouTube.com. Listen very carefully. I quit this bitch. And I watched, what did I talk about last week? That show Defunct Land about Disney rides? I watched me one of those for free by a man who created that entertainment. Good for you. Out of of his own time, just like we do. And I found a new obsession, which you are going to love, called Hey Queen. Do you know Hey Queen? I do know Hey Queen. Okay, so Hey Queen is a talk show hosted by a very funny guy named Johnny. He brings on all the queens from Drag Race. And they have a really fun conversation, including a segment called... Look at her. Do you have to watch Look at her at all? Mm-mm. So Look at her is like the bonus episode to the talk show and he just holds up a picture and he's like, look at her and they, th- they <laughs> flop a fan and they just talk about that person and it could be good, could be shady, but you're going to like, every time someone pops up, you're like, ooh. is it going to be? Including one where I just watched with Shay Coulay uh-huh. where they look at her for pheromone. Pharam- pheromone is a dom top.
0: No. On
1: what planet did you see that coming? Oh
0: my god. And guess
1: what? I would not have found that out on trial and error. I okay. I thought
0: <laughs> that pheromone was like one step away from transition I'm sorry, transitioning. And maybe she still is.
1: Who knows? But maybe. But she's still gonna be a dom-top trans Good for person. Her. That I did not see. But now when you think about it, you're like, well, oh, you know what? She served it to Valentina. I could see that. That's true. She's I- so anyway. I love it. YouTube wins. That's
0: my favorite. Get back. your shit
1: up if you're a network that wants to keep me as a viewer and your shit, or you're going to start losing to more and more of these fools like us out there that are getting no money to cord. make stuff. Right? <laughs> People are going to come here. But that's ultimately the thing. Is they have like, no choice. Networks, understand that the you can't change the way we're watching stuff. It's no. not going to happen. We're not going to all of a sudden be like, but oh, you- it's Thursday at 830. Time to watch this show. Right. So adjust like to this new measure where I am still a person who's paying for you. Just give me my stuff the next day. That's all. Yeah. Give me your shows and don't make them disappear.
0: It's all about those exclusive. I didn't even know that it was a...
1: Exclusive this. Yeah. I'm exclusive. That's who I am. All right. Look my, at I her. I see I'm worked up. I'm sweating. There's a fan behind you. Do you want to turn it on? I think it'll fuck with the sound one. No,
0: it won't. It'll be fine. It's a tiny fan. Just hit the power.
1: I got the power. Pulls so,
0: so concerned with the sound. When. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, because your sound quality has always been so up, top-notch. So... Over here
1: to get
0: this fan. Bitch, move it. Closer to you. This queen. My God. Johnny Depp is back, y'all.
1: Welcome to the Depp Dive. Johnny Depp sucks. Oh, fucking A. What's he doing now?
0: So, this time he's accusing Amber Heard. If you had not heard... <laughs> <laughs> she is his... Ex-wife That they went through A whole divorce oh, that is nice
1: That is nice Thank you
0: Okay <laughs> Would
1: you like to Apologize to me I said it's nice
0: Would you like to Apologize to me I would not There's no answer So he was saying The fan was nice It is Anyway, so he's accusing Amber Heard, who is his ex-wife, who she took to court because he uh, for spousal abuse. She won eight million or nine million, can't remember. She donated it all to um, a good charity because people were giving her hell because that she's a woman. That's what happens. Anyway, now Johnny Depp is back and saying he that she punched him in the face twice.
1: Fair. Who what? doesn't want to punch him in the face? He's offering I don't people- I want to punch him in the he's face. He's offering that guy $100,000 to punch him in the face. That's probably what he said to her. And she but was like, taken.
0: That's first all. of all, my first question is, why didn't this not come out during their other trial mm-hmm. where he apparently could have said that she was mutually abusive? Yep. Um So anyway, he filed docs as part of a libel case he's pursuing in the UK. This bitch is trying he, to get money wherever he can get it. She
1: loves courts so much.
0: So much. In the docs, he says that Amber was mad at him for being two hours late to her thirtieth birthday party when they were
1: married. Also fair. Yes. Fuck,
0: Josh, you better watch I yourself. Could never
1: say this about
0: like,
1: a <laughs> of when, like No. Anyway, still so, fuck Johnny Depp.
0: Um. So he insists insists that his tardiness was not because he was drunk or high. Mm-hmm. Of course not. That no. would no. Johnny Depp's never drunk or high. That's sarcasm you always (laughs) have. Um, His excuse was that he was reading in bed. (laughs) Lolz, 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 (sighs) lolz, lolz. So Amber's lawyer had a beautiful clapback that I'm going to read verbatim for you right now. Quote, these allegations are totally false. One needs only read the recent Rolling Stone article about Mr. Depp to understand his state of mind. Mr. Depp is currently being sued in multiple venues, including for assaulting a a location manager on the set of City of Lies. On many occasions, eyewitnesses observed the extent of abuse Mr. Depp inflicted on Ms. Heard. End quote. So basically, he was like, go fuck yourself. Yeah.
1: Go fuck yourself. Me and Rocky, we've hung out. We Mm -hmm. know what you do. Yeah. And you getting punched... Is not a problem for us Or the world No one cares that Johnny Depp got punched in the face No We all want to do it If there was a line To punch Johnny that's Depp That's how face, he can recoup
0: his finances
1: let, Yes, that's a great idea Make a
0: line Wednesday, hey, shut up Okay, so What we're going to do okay. It's like a carnival <laughs> attraction Yeah, Johnny Depp will sit like in a punching booth Where yeah. it used to be a kissing booth oh, And then you just punch, punch him, in, him the in the face Okay
1: Well, we're back Anyway what, what did we miss guys Sorry we had to take A little breather
0: <laughs> So I feel like this Anyway
1: Yeah Yeah Johnny a, Depp
0: No you, Johnny Depp Deserves to be punished In the face Yeah that's it Yeah that's it
1: Okay um, There's some Do you know about The Thomas Markle stuff
0: I've seen headlines
1: I don't yet. really want To talk about it That we much We don't have to
0: That was my last one that was We your la- can okay. Then,
1: no then I have one more Perfect Okay But Thomas Markle's uh, Still a piece of garbage And um, Megan you're going To be great You're listening. You want to talk to us. We'll be right here for you. Okay. Um, So there's a lady by the name of Leslie Cockburn.
0: Oh, what a name.
1: (laughs) She's a Democratic candidate. A
0: rose by any other
1: name. Sorry, I had to say that. (laughs) Anyway. She's running for Virginia's 5th Congressional District against... (laughs) These names are so good. (laughs) Um, Her Republican opponent's name is Denver Riggleman. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Denver Riggleman. Now, if any of you like still stand, stand by a belief that your name does not define you, I give you Leslie Cockburn and, and Denver, Denver Riggleman. Riggleman. These two are going head to head right now because Leslie came out with two accusations. Or
0: wriggled a cock. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Leslie came out with two accusations against her Republican opponent, saying, one, that he was caught on camera campaigning with a white supremacist. Which you know what in this day and age is hardly that much of an accusation I would not anymore. Be shocked. But here's what she also accuses him of: um, being into big put, <laughs> big put, being into bigfoot porn. So I can't wait. What had happened was on Instagram because you know how Denver Riggleman has to be on Instagram. He had posted two pictures, which I'm about to show Lindsay. Cannot uh, wait!
0: Cannot wait!
1: Um, and these are pictures that Leslie got off of Denver's...
0: Big ol' heli... I, we don't need to pause because...
1: I got scared.
0: Oh, it's a helicopter. <laughs> That's where... <laughs>
1: What? That's picture number one.
0: Wait, was it censored when it was posted on his Instagram? Uh,
1: I believe that she censored it. Okay, so
0: the description is...
1: And then she also did this. A
0: giant Bigfoot.
1: <laughs> she put Denver's face on oh the other my! I love long. her. So she I love her. We're best friends. <laughs> she actually looks cool as fuck. Like, look at her uh, Twitter picture.
0: We're best fucking friends.
1: Her Twitter picture.
0: Hey, girl. Leslie, come hang out. We'll Leslie, have some rosé. Leslie
1: Cockburn's got some cocks, too. Burn. Um, (laughs) So uh, that is sort of, these are pictures that he posted to his Instagram. And the explanation of it is that um, he's promoting, he was promoting a self-published book titled Mating Habits of Bigfoot which USA Today has described as a parody of an anthropological study. And in 2006, he co-wrote Bigfoot Exterminators, Inc., the partially cautionary, mostly true tales of Monster Hunt 2006. So both of these books feel like side projects for him, and maybe the Instagram pictures were just him being silly. But he's also trying to get into office. So um, Rolling Stone, who helped me with this considerably, dove deep into the world of Bigfoot porn, which is a thing. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. There was a 1977 erotic paperback by the name of Nights with Sasquatch. And on the cover, it's explained as an explosive ordeal of rape and revenge, written by John Cotter and Judith Frankel. There was a 1981 porn film called The Geek about a group of hitchhikers who have an unexpected and sexy encounter with Bigfoot. Oh, that's
0: where he cut his
1: porn teeth, I bet. But most of all, like, these are not things from the past. This is very much in the now. Yeah. And if this is nothing else to you guys, whether or not the guy deserves to not be in office because he's is or isn't into bigfoot porn is not up to us to decide. You you Honestly, take with this what you will. I'm gonna I, let him. What have I that. want you to gather from this, Lindsay, as a creative writer, is that the world of erotic fiction there are no borders. It's ripe because right now there is a woman named Virginia Wade.
0: Lindsay <laughs> <laughs> your what timing? Mean? <laughs> there we go. He's gonna sneeze again. There he goes. All right.
1: <laughs> Bless you, chunk. Um, who has written a sixteen, that's a one and a six installment series entitled Come for Bigfoot.
0: Oh my god. Spelt
1: the name, I wouldn't spell it. Spelt the way I wouldn't have spelled it earlier. Um
0: Oh, no, C C O N. Oh, okay.
1: It's come for Bigfoot, C U M. Um, and she describes him as the ultimate alpha male. Um and Because she says uh, he had yet to be fully explored in erotic writing. Um, despite the popularity of cryptozoological porn, which features sex with mythical creatures like leprechauns and minotaurs, Bigfoot has not been explored. So Virginia's like, I got this.
0: Good for her.
1: Um, one of her lines that I really enjoyed was, he smelled of animal hide, which was heady and pungent. Then he touched my face with the pads of his black fingers. <laughs> This bitch makes $30,000 a month writing these books, apparently.
0: Jesus. We, uh, we're doing the wrong fucking thing. her! Okay.
1: So she, has, um, she had stopped for a little bit in the Bigfoot porn space, because I think that book was 2016. Mm-hmm. But she's back, and she has a new series called Namaste with Sasquatch. Yes. It's only four books right now, but if she did 16 with the others, I'd get on this before it's the new Harry Potter, you guys. I'll just give you the descriptions of book one and book four, because they are my favorite. <laughs> Book one, the description is, is, is as follows. On a week-long outing, 22-year-old Kia Forrester and a group... No. Kia Forester. Oh, my God. That's the car. Yeah, Isn't there a Kia Forester? Well, there's a
0: Subaru Forester. <laughs> okay. Then maybe it's not. And a
1: Kia Sorento. <laughs> She's Kia Forrester. So she just took two different... Okay. Oh, my God. God. Okay. We can write one of these Tonight. We should, and then make $30,000. On a week-long outing, 22-year-old Kia Forrester and a group of friends travel to the Rocky Mountains to attend a yoga retreat. Unbeknownst to them, a lab-created Sasquatch has just escaped captivity, tasting freedom for the first time. He's hiding in the woods. And he was to. Watching, waiting for the right moment to take what he wants. That's book one. Book four, spoiler alert. Nearly drowning from a freak storm on the lake while doing paddleboard yoga, Kia realizes just how important Teddy is to her, the horny Sasquatch shadowing her every move. Roland Shepard's... (laughs) Roland Shepard's? Roland Shepard offers her a deal, a job with a nice salary, to stay with Teddy at his ranch in Aspen. But can she trust him? Will she give up life in the suburbs to become a Sasquatch wife? (laughs) (laughs) So... um, I read a review because there's only one review of it and Kindle Kid said that having read all of previous Bigfoot stories this series didn't disappoint would like to see more of the Teddy Kia adventures highly recommend it alright so it's a genre Um, also Wade is not the only one who does it there's someone named Anal L Probe who wrote Boffing Bigfoot Candy Banger (laughs) and this um, is such a deep deep world oh no I take that back that's not the title the title's Boffing Bigfoot the other woman who writes is named Candy Banger and she wrote Bigfoot's Gay, and then Robin Blackbird wrote Bigfoot Did Me from Behind, and I liked it. So, guys, if you have a passion for erotic fiction, or
0: even if you don't, the time is pretend. now.
1: Strike while the iron's hot oh. and get in on there. Yeah. Um, one final quirk: it's a quickie. Jordan Peele's new movie, which mm-hmm. I'm already like in line for, of Us, has cast. Full cast pot- uh, photos were put up on Twitter, and um, amongst Elizabeth Moss and Lapita Queens. Um, there are two new girls, twin sisters, who have uh, gotten roles in the film named Callie and Noelle Sher- Sheldon. Mm-hmm. They're 16 years old. Mm-hmm. And their other previous work, they played Rachel's daughter on Friends. <gasps> Holy shit. So they're 16 now. If y'all want to feel old AF, we'll shrivel my timbers. And if you know what AF means, you're not that old. Okay. Or are you? Yeah, we're still old. Shit. Okay, guys. Those are my quirks. It's time. And I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> we had wine. We haven't had wine in a while. We've had less than one glass of wine That's each. true.
0: You, you did a heavy pour, though. I did. Hey, guys, you know what time it is? What time is it? It's time for the first ever Quiz in Paul. Quiz in Paul?
1: Ow. You've quizzed me before. I have? Dumb bitch. Oh, well, shit. The, We're going to have the memory tested. <laughs> <laughs> you quizzed me on the best new artist on the Grammys.
0: Oh, that's right. And it was
1: great. And I'm so excited for well, another one. Well, this is even
0: better. Okay, great. Because this is the Betty White edition. Oh,
1: oh, boy. This might be hard. She's on the cover of, you know that rag, Closer? Mm-hmm. It's like the Us for Old People. Yes. It says Betty White's final interview. Oh, go fuck yourself. I was like, if, if I were Betty, I'd be like... Fuck, I gave Seriously. you an interview and you're saying it's my last one? Oh, that's so shady. I know.
0: But this is in honor of Betty White's 80th anniversary as an entertainer. Fuck all. The documentary will be hitting PBS August 21st. There's a
1: documentary? Yes. Oh, Queen.
0: Yes. So, um, I just wanted to I went through, collected some facts about Betty, and I'm going to quiz you on them now.
1: Awesome.
0: Okay. Number 1. Sorry. Betty's birth name was A, Betty Marion White, B, Elizabeth Ann White, or C, Carol Elizabeth Porter? B. That is incorrect, Paul. You. Uh, her birth name was Betty Marion White, and a common misconception is that Betty is short for Elizabeth. Yeah, that's why I picked it. I know, bitch.
1: Did you pick up, did you make that name, or is this a quiz that you just took their questions?
0: Oh, no, I've made all this up. Good for
1: you. You got me, bitch. Yes.
0: Number two, Betty has been married how many times? One, three, or four?
1: You know what's crazy is I read that book Mm -hmm. with her and her blind friend and the dog. Um, I think she's only been married once.
0: She's been married three times. (laughs) Christ. Her first marriage lasted less than a year. Okay. And her final marriage was to uh, television host Alan Lud- Ludden. That's Ludden, the one I knew. Who died of stomach cancer in 1991. And then she later had uh, an interview with Larry King and asked if she would ever marry again. And she said, well, once you've had the best, like, why bother with the rest?
1: Basically? Who is number two? I don't know. <laughs> 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 I mean, I do, but I didn't write it down. Yo-Yo Ma. She was married to Yo-Yo yeah, Ma for sure. a brief period of time. For sure. <laughs>
0: Number three, before settling in on showbiz as her occupation, yeah. Betty aspired to be what? A, a large animal veterinarian, B, a forest ranger, or C, a pediatric nurse?
1: I think she's always loved animals, but I feel like you're leading me down a wrong path. I think she wanted to be a pediatric nurse. <laughs> Fuck. Incorrect.
0: <laughs> she wanted to be a forest ranger, and oh, you were right. I made you down the wrong path, but you didn't pick the right right path. Um, but at the time, women were not allowed to serve as forest rangers. Fuck so all. She, why? Uh, because women are
1: hysterical. <laughs> women can't fight bears. No. <laughs>
0: Number four When Betty first started To make her rounds To the movie studios When she decided She wanted to be an actress She was turned away From working For what reason? You may Does that make sense? Yeah Why did they say She couldn't work? Mm-hmm. A. She was too sweet B. Her face was too round Or C. She was not photogenic
1: Her face was too round
0: No <laughs> <laughs> It was
1: it seems C so insane She
0: was not photogenic <laughs> (laughs) She got her start instead in radio because you didn't have to be photogenic to work in radio. Aww. Question five. (laughs) I believe that you can at least get one of these. How many are there? There are eight. Okay. Betty was the first ever woman to produce a sitcom. What was the title? A, My Pal Sal, B, Life with Elizabeth, or C, It's a Long Way to Saigon.
1: It's a long way to Saigon. No bitch, <laughs> you came up with that. Yes, you bitch. are such a twat. You're really good at the misleads. I know. It's a long way to Saigon. <laughs> Can we write that now?
0: Yes. Starring Betty White in her last ever sitcom. Um, uh, so the answer is. <laughs> <laughs> Life with Elizabeth. She played the hey, title Fuck you, the Elizabeth. I know, honey, but it's not a <laughs> world, is it? She played the title role and won a regional Los Angeles Emmy for it in 1952.
1: Regional Emmys? A Were great. there all these cities producing television way back then? Pretty
0: much, wow. because there wasn't, I don't think there was necessarily like Gosh, nationwide. She is old. Yeah. yeah. 6. How many Emmys has Betty won? Fuck. 8.
1: 10 or 17? I was counting on like one hand. (laughs) 8, 10 or 17? Yes.
2: 8. You did it! (laughs) You got one right. Oh,
0: I'm so proud of you. Oh, you've been such a disappointment up until that point. (laughs) Okay. You have two questions left. Seven. Betty had a strange relationship with her Golden Girls co-star B. Arthur for what reason?
1: B. Arthur took a dump in her toilet. Mm, bitch, that is I have true. To give
0: you the options.
1: <laughs> it's true. That's not a joke.
0: I know, okay, but sorry. this is this is the reason from the horse's mouth, the okay. horse being Betty. Um so they had a strained relationship because A, Betty found B too stern, B, they'd been auditioning against one another for decades, and the competitiveness spilled over to the show. Or C, B found Betty too sweet. That's it. C. Yes, queen. Yes. So, Betty is quoted in saying, she found me a pain in the neck sometimes. It was my positive attitude that made bee mad sometimes. Sometimes if I was happy, she'd be furious. And but take w- a
1: dump in my dressing room.
0: Apparently. <laughs> but when B passed away in 2009, Betty stated, I knew it would hurt. I just didn't know it would hurt this much. So, Aww, they did care about each other. Yeah. So, you got that one right, too. Okay. Um strong. Yes, girl. So, our eighth and final question in the second installment of Quiz and Paul, apparently. <laughs> I don't remember the first one. <laughs> um, Betty's a very decorated performer, but what of the following awards did she not win? A, a Slammy Award, B, a Grammy Award, or C, a People's Choice Award?
1: Um, she did not win a Grammy.
0: That is incorrect.
1: you see that?
2: That's a stupid bitch.
0: She did not win a Slammy Award. What the fuck is a
1: Slammy Award? It is the awards for the WWE. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) She was nominated for Raw Guest Star of the Year. (gasps) Wait, she was actually nominated for it? Yes. She didn't win? No.
0: Who won that year? I didn't see.
1: Who beats Betty White in a wrestling award show?
0: Probably Donald Trump because he ruins everything.
1: Oh, my God. Well done. Thank you. You are a quiz uh, master. You should work for a quiz show.
0: I'll do my... I'll, I'll do it. Pay me to I'll, do anything. Like, so
1: much of that work is, like, misleading people, and you misled me right down. I'm
0: so happy. Six,
1: six out of eight wrong. <laughs> that's not great. That is 25%.
0: Well, you know, there has to be somebody that pulls 25% in this world. Wow. that's you.
1: That's fucking shady as shit.
0: I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Funny about that. <laughs> um. Well, shall we flip our it?:
0: Let's flip our it. It's time to
2: flip your yeah.
1: Uh, can i start this one of course so i watched a film this week that i am flipping out about oh tell it's so good it's entitled um lost soul the um oh there it is sorry Um, The Doomed Journey of Richard Spencer.
0: Remind me who Richard Spencer is.
1: Richard Spencer is a director. Oh, hey, wigs. Oops, I did it again. I know it sounds like a bit at this point, but I messed up names again. The director of the film we're about to discuss is Richard Stanley. I said Richard Spencer, which is why Lindsay said, remind me who Richard Spencer is again? Richard Spencer is the head of the alt-right. He's not the focus of this documentary I'm about to discuss. Richard Stanley is. Enjoy the rest of the episode. We're both losing our minds. Thanks. Who worked in the early 90s on two independent horror films that he wrote, directed, was like hailed as the next Wes Craven, total visionary, and then began the development process of The Island of Dr. Moreau, starring Val Kilmer and... uh, Fucking The Godfather. <laughs> what the hell is The
0: Godfather? Oh, Al Pacino?
1: No, The Godfather. Well, the God, he becomes The Godfather. Who's The Godfather at the beginning?
0: Um,
1: oh, my God. Fucking, uh, the most famous actor of all time.
0: Yeah, uh, Al Pacino.
1: <laughs> the bald guy from Apocalypse Now. Jesus, Mary. Everyone is screaming right now. I don't know. The bald guy? Oh, my God. Um, Miles Foreman. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Paulson done. Lost his mind. Godfather. Who's the godfather? This is, this is insane.
0: Oh, that, that.
1: Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. <laughs> Miles Foreman. <laughs> God, my, my head hurts. It's Listen, like, you know I We've would been think of Marlon really Brando hard,
0: as a bald person for the record, so well, I Well, he's confused. bald
1: in both of these movies. So anyway, yeah. all right. So Lost Soul is the documentary about the making of this this doomed film. And I don't know if you know much about The Island of Dr. Moreau when it came out. Right. It was a total catastrophe. It made, like, they spent way too much money on it. It didn't make any money. And now we have a movie to explain why. I will um, caveat that it is a very low-budget documentary and the audio mix is atrocious where you'll have to play with your volume a few times during it. It's worth it. And it is a parable as to why we should not work in entertainment. Because if a movie can go this off the rails with this much money... Everything we will ever work on will go off the rails. Like, that's, it's just going to be, you have Mm -hmm. to accept that and be able to live with that if you're going to work in entertainment. Yeah. Um, Because he, Richard Spencer, when I went into this, I thought, you know, He's going to be, like... This is just going to be, like, this crazy person who didn't make... Because what I knew of what happened is that... The only spoiler I would say is that he was replaced in the filming of the film. Okay. and I did not know that. And it's, like... It's something that if you didn't know that, maybe you'd see it differently. I actually feel like going in knowing that is... It's important because... To me, I viewed the movie and was like, well, I know that that's going to happen, so he must have done something crazy. And the bottom line is, granted, he's interviewed a lot in the movie, but they also interview people that weren't huge fans of his. So it's pretty unbiased. But- Richard went into this because he was like a he he took the book off his parents bookshelf when he was like 10 mm. years old even though they told him not to he's been obsessed with the story creating oh, the art a true visionary when i feel like i dream and you dream of creating projects that we would be like i want to make this thing right. that's what this movie was to him and to not only be you know replaced in the in the filming of the movie but to go through the hell that he went through with the producers with the talent Val Kilmer, guys, spoiler alert, not a great great dude, um, is, is endlessly fascinating. And I will say, like, the first half of the movie, I was like, this is great. And then the last 45 minutes, buckle the F up. Oh, my God. Everything that could possibly go wrong does in such mind-blowing fashion and there is one big thing oh that God. I will not spoil that you I just you can't believe that it goes down like this. If this was scripted it, you'd be like this would never happen in a million years. Um, the only other things I will say is the ice bucket when that pops up just know that I screamed okay. <laughs> by myself. Um, all the white men who are the producers of the film are the most wrinkled people I have ever seen in my entire life and it's probably because they worked on this movie and they're probably all awful. Um, God, we hate white men so much. Um, <laughs> not fair. We, like, we don't like old white men. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Oh, except for our dads. We, we like, like our dads. dads. Um, and overall, final summation, this is why Johnny Depp is Johnny Depp. Nobody should have this much power or exactly. control. And I say that in regards to Val Kilmer and um, Marlon Brando, who actually kind of, he's, he becomes the hero of it with using his power in a weird way but then also um, the person who replaces Richard Spencer are all people that make too much money and cannot be told no, ever. And it's toxic and it's terrible. And it brings me back to a cork at the very beginning, which is why I'm also really down for people making entertainment right now that are making entertainment for themselves, by themselves, and not making it for... We all have to still get paid. And I understand that. But at a certain point, I am so grateful to have this with you Mm -hmm. because... I wrote something today for someone else, and it was a very pleasant experience. It was great, and it, it will continue to be because I like to seek out partnerships with people that I enjoy working with, Right, and I have cultivated that in my life and my career, but I still thrive to come here and sit across from you and talk about the things that we talk about, Yes, girl. drop in some sound effects, and put it out into the universe, and I, I, I think everyone should be doing it. I don't know what it's going to mean about... How we monetize entertainment in the future, and I don't. Frankly, I don't care. No. Because if there is a world where someone can make as much money as these men make and act the way they do, we, it deserves to crumble.
0: Or if there's a world where everybody can be an entertainer in their own right and can make money to get by in other capacities, like the pro- <laughs> Jesus chunk, he doesn't like that idea. Um, you know, like the problem is they these guys get paid fifty gajillion dollars and the back end too. Yeah. So, I don't know. There's a huge imbalance, and...
1: It's time to correct it. Yeah. So, keep watching YouTube. Keep listening to our podcast. And uh, and keep supporting independent... Independent
0: creators. creators. Thank yes. you. Um, Even if you do
1: burp into the mic.
0: <laughs> and have a dog that barfs when I have an <laughs> opinion. <laughs> so, uh, last week I watched Come Inside My Mind, which is the documentary on HBO about Robin Williams.
1: Oh, I haven't watched it yet, but I heard great things.
0: It is... Very good and like I i don't know if I ever told when I grew when I was young I would tell that people that Robin Williams was my idol which is so weird for a little like eight year old
1: blonde no, girl to be adorable. like that's
0: scary, man I love him. That's
1: adorable and that's that says something about you guess, identifying comedy at an early age yeah, as what you wanted to be and do. For sure. Um. So or grow facial hair and body hair, which I've done that too. <laughs>
0: so I've nailed it all. <sighs> um. But there's something about him that always cracks my heart open. Just when he has that face of feeling, it just like evokes something in me that always like makes me emotional. So watching this was really it was great but at the end because we all know what happened to Robin Williams he yep. killed himself yep. um and he got very ill beforehand not to say that anyway doesn't matter um no it's it's a great documentary if you're a fan of Robin Williams or even if you're not it's a really interesting look into the mind of someone who is very kinetic and has their own brand Good word. and thank you um and ultimately had a very sad demise and uh I loved it. I hope that you will watch it and love it too, because I think it's worth a watch for sure.
1: I want to check it out, and yeah, they, uh, he is someone who I think uh, less so than you. I always recognized that I enjoyed watching him in movies, mm-hmm. but I never like was like I want like Robin Williams like posters or whatever. Like I didn't go that next step right. really, but like I always feel like every time I walked out of a movie, especially like Mrs. Doubtfire, it's impossible not to watch that movie and just like that whole. And this is, I feel like there are so many Robin Williams purists that would be like, oh, Mrs. Doubtfire, go back 10 years, bitch. But like right. that scene in the restaurant is some of the truly best physical comedy I've ever seen in my life. Yes. Like when he goes to the wrong table, I, I want to laugh right now. It's the best. It's the best. He's incredible. Yeah. And it's a shame that we don't get to see what he probably would have done in his later years. I mean, if Goodwill Hunting, which was still, Jesus, 20 years ago. More. More?
0: It was in the 90s.
1: Yeah. That's 20 years ago.
0: Not if it was early nineties, close to thirty.
1: Okay, that's even grosser. Yeah, um, I thought it was late nineties, but anyway, I could be wrong. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what he was doing in his dramatic forays at mm-hmm. that age, like I can only imagine what he would have done. Yeah,
0: I oh. mean, remember, like Good Bill Hunting, he was so good too. That's what I just said. No, you said, oh, I I heard <laughs> Dead Poet Society. <laughs> Goodwill Hunting was late '90s. Dead Poet Society was much earlier, but that was.
1: <laughs> I'm so <happy. laughs>
0: That was, uh, yeah. Anyway. Okay,
1: moving on. Moving on to another movie. I have to report back on Mama Mia. Please do. You I've have the floor. I've seen it twice.
0: Of course you have.
1: I might see it again. You guys, Mama Fucking Mia is the joy. Mama Mia. In the- Two. It's not even mamma mia 2, it's called mamma mia. Here we go again. There's okay. no 2 in it. It's just Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Uh, Guys, I Mama. went in thinking this is going to be much better than I expected. When I tell you. Oh my god. She's so happy right now. The laughs, the tears, the joy, the music. Roll your eyes. I'm not I'm like living she this with you. Once you would love it.
0: You I'm sure I
2: would.
1: would I'm sure love I would. It. Don't even sure you would. I would love it. <laughs> You would live for it. We're going to watch it, probably on TV someday. I can only say so much. So what I did is I made a list in my car on the right up here. I was wondering what that little note you brought in was. It's um well the front of it is my new Planet Fitness membership. Oh good. I'm a black card member, you guys. So anyway, fancy. um it's twenty one dollars a month, which is insane, but Super I get to go fancy. to the Planet Fitness here and in Palm Springs.
0: Now we know where. And I get to here. use the
1: massage chairs. Anyway. Gross. No, they're so great.
0: But other sweaty bodies. I wipe them
1: down first. So gross. It's so comfortable. Anyway, I did my top five favorite women in Mamma Mia. Okay. You ready? Is it in order? I'm going to put them in order. That was the challenge. And it still is a challenge because I have six women here. Oh, no. I take that back. Honorable mention goes out to the person who plays young Stellan Skarsgård.
2: Mm-hmm. he's
1: adorable. Okay. So he gets honorable mention. And I'm not saying one of them because it's a spoiler. So there's another woman in this and I won't say who, but she would be on this list if I were to say oh. that. Don't say it.
0: I don't know. We I haven't, I've not Stop read about it. Mama Mia. Coming in at number yeah. five
1: <laughs> goes to, um... Amanda Seyfried, Amanda Seyfried, number five. I love her. I love her. And this is like all of these women are winners. But she, um, she's charming. She's radiant. She has her voice is great. She's wonderful. She's so funny too. Number four goes to Cher.
0: Okay, of course. I know. Well, but
1: like, I thought you'd think she was higher because it's Cher. I, d- I
0: would think that she's number one. And she is outstanding. Sherilyn, and but... when she
1: arrives, when we saw it on the opening night, the helicopter just crested the skyline. Of course it did. And the entire audience started applauding. Of course. Number three goes to.
0: Why is she still
1: talking? Lily James. Lily James plays the young Meryl Streep. Okay. And she is radiant, adorable, and I want to see her in a thousand other things. I feel like she has been in a bunch. Um, she is awesome. She was in Cinderella. She was the Cinderella girl. I think she might have been on Downton Abbey too. Okay. Number two, Christine Baranski.
0: Of course. Christine Baranski is a
1: treasure amongst treasures and just has like, she does during, um, they do Angel Eyes, which Mm -hmm. is a great song and it's her and, um, oh, I'm blanking on the other woman's name in it, the, her friend in it. Oh, that's terrible. Don't
0: worry, you're not on the list,
1: friend. I know, she's not. Um, But she's wonderful, too. And she does a high kick that clearly Christine's been doing her Pilates into her later years because she can, like, kick that leg. Number one goes to young Christine Baranski. You
0: posted this on Instagram, so I knew that this was what number one was going to be. So
1: I am so terrible that I did not immediately um, write down her name because she's a woman unto herself. But the woman who plays young Christine Baranski in Mamma Mia is a re- V-lation. Her name is Jessica Keenan Wynn. And Vulture did point out, like, God bless young Christine Baranski, but I was already feeling that, so Vulture doesn't get that. She is so, she like the facial things that Christine does, her intonations, her jokes, like, it, they, they need to do a spin off. If they don't do a spin off where, like, somehow they work together or they do, like, a younger, older version of them, like, right. how, how Christine Baranski and Mama Mia became Christine Baranski. Which I I mean, I wanna write it, please, if anyone's yeah, listening. Put that, put that in the universe. I like I will write that movie right now and it will be so good. But she's just incredible. And I had a dream about her. Oh, where my I met God. her. That's how obsessed I am. Wow. With her. I had a dream that I met her. We were at like a stage coachy out, like outside or outdoor festival. Yeah. We met, we totally clicked, and at the end I was like, I just want you to know that I'm a huge fan. And I didn't get her information because I didn't want her to think I was pedantic.
0: This is your future. Baby.
1: Those are my top five Mamma Mia women. I hope you enjoyed it.
0: Well, I feel like this fits right in because Robin dropped a new single this oh. week. Say what now? Robin dropped a new single this week. I didn't know that. It's called Missing You. Um, she is You not- secreted that. No, bitch. Didn't Donnie send it to you, too? No, I said
1: you secreted it. So you. I'm,
0: oh, that's true. Yeah. I did. No, bitch me. I thought you meant that I kept it a secret. No. You know, it no. doesn't but matter. But yeah,
1: now that you say that, Donnie did send it, and I think I opened it when I couldn't listen to it. So that's why. I, yeah. If I open something and I can't do it.
0: It is very good, and it makes me hype for Robin's new album. What's it like? Much. It feels like... Um, you found somebody new like that. That genre, it's not. That's a genre. Well, that that you like Robin's learned. like little corner. Um, it's not. <laughs> That's call you your girlfriend. It's definitely not call your girlfriend. Okay. Um, and I can't think of the other names. It's great, but it's very slow. Uh huh. Um, but the, along with it, there's this little mini documentary about this. Um group of people that put on a Robin dance party once a month in Brooklyn. Oh,
1: uh, we're going.
0: Yes. <laughs> and they love her so much. And that's why it's like they fill the, I can't remember what it's called, but like this pretty big venue in Brooklyn and people just come and dance their asses off. Fuck. And so during this little mini documentary, they explain how this came to be. And um, then... Th- they asked people who are fans of Robin to call their phone and leave a voicemail saying why they love her so they can put it out there for her to hear and invite her to the most recent um, Robin dance party. And so she ends up showing up and dancing along with them. That's awesome. Um, Detox has a cameo in it because she's a big... Yeah, double boo. Because she's a big Robin stan. Um, But I definitely recommend the single, and I hope this means that she's going to be dropping a new album because she also did a song for Girls that you can only get in the closing credits of, that episode of Girls. And I love that song, and I was hoping that meant a new album, and it didn't. So, Robin, (laughs) I do hope, I mean, I'm going to stand you no matter what, but I do hope this means you're going to give us a new full-length album. I'm ready for it. I need it in my life.
1: Thank I you. told you that I saw Robin at the Troubadour, right? Yes. If only you had known me then.
0: I don't even know if I lived here then. You
1: probably didn't. It was during Kanichi Bitches, which I think was probably before you moved out here. Yeah, again. probably. Anyway. It was great. There were kids hanging from the ceiling. <sighs> Shut up. It wasn't me. I was like in the back like, I'd love to see her, <laughs> but I can't. So excuse n- me. I please do don't that. bump into me. I'd like a circumference.
0: <laughs> I just need some <laughs> personal spaces all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've drawn a chalk outline around me. Please stay on the outside of Don't it. Don't
0: confuse it for the outline of my dead body. Don't kill
1: me. <laughs> You're bumping into my Smirnoff eyes. Um, all right. So next on the list for me is Mission Impossible Fallout. I want to see it. It's so fucking good. It's incredible. What is it with Tom
0: Cruise and Mission Impossible? I don't know.
1: They I mean, in terms it is the flip side, whatever the other side of the law of diminishing returns is, that is Tom Cruise and the Mission Impossible franchise. It is nonstop, two and a half hours, and you don't blink. Swear to God. Did and you see it And we saw it in D-Box. <laughs> <laughs> and when I tell you, I looked down at one point, and I was like, this is good, but I'm surprised the chair isn't moving as much as it normally does. And, and then... I was on the low setting girl. Oh,
2: girl! And
1: I was like, scurr me, <laughs> boop, boop. And by the end of the movie, I almost got thrown out of the chair. <laughs> I was living my best life, yelling, oh clapping, gasping for air. It was outstanding.
0: Okay, I have to go see it.
1: It's an A. And I will say this: Henry Cavill is too handsome to be on television. It, it burns the retina. That retinas. cleft chin. I'm sorry. And the mustache works somehow. How I like he carries it. a mustache and nothing else is just like only he.
0: Because that face. That face.
1: That face. And he's funny and charming.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: And there's a woman. There's uh, Rebecca Ferguson who was in the last one, is in it again, and she's awesome and kick-ass. And I want her in more things. But also, there's a woman who plays the character, the White Witch, mm-hmm. who is fabulous and stunning. And I'm obsessed with her. And the whole movie is just a fucking blast. Okay. Simon Pegg, too. Of course. What a national treasure. Ving Rhames. Like, just go, guys. He's an
0: international treasure because he's British.
1: True. Um, don't deny yourself. Don't Tom Cruise it. Tom Cruise is a movie star. Like Whatever he does in his private life, the man can run. And it's just a blast.
0: And he in every movie... He runs. He runs.
1: He runs. She runs. She runs because loves, she can.
0: He loves to pump them arms and just like. Whoop,
1: whoop, whoop, whoop. When he goes on the treadmill, do you think he like? Oh, for sure. He's on like twelve, and like the treadmill's like ow 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 ow. Yeah, ow, it's like stop. I can't
0: take it anymore. <laughs> um. So my next one is, is I too watched Pose, and it is so good, and I will. Uh, back pull up with saying the cast is amazing. I love that it is by far the most transgendered actors on any show ever. I,
1: I would actually go so far as to say there's more trans people on Pose than there have been trans people on television yes. prior to yes. Pose. Seriously.
0: And they're all amazing. Even, so good. Even Electra. Even Electra. Who... <laughs> Is at her best stiff
1: and at her worst robotic, but girl can serve some looks, and I, I love her. I, I mean, and that there's some, I've never seen such weird acting that I, like, gag over. I know. Like, when she, I want to do our best electro impressions later, because oh, I feel like. Yes. <laughs> and I also want to do, oh, um, uh, who's the mother, the other mother? Um, Blanca. Blanc, I want to do Blanca impressions, too. Yes. <laughs> Can we I do that love, later?
0: <laughs> and also Pray let, or impressions. Oh, pray I love pre-tell. Pray Tell. Pray might be my favorite.
1: We are, we're not going to spoil anything, but can I just say, and I still, you finished it, I still have one more episode, but the singing in uh-huh. the hospital made my eyes. Cracked me open, took my insides, put it out on the radiator,
0: heated it up, <laughs> boiled it up, put it back in my body, and then all that moisture came through my eyes.
1: That's beautiful. Yes. Do you think that was Blanca's voice? Yes. It was? Because oh. I, was I looked
0: Blanca up, um, and she is a Broadway actor who it. played Angel it. in Rent.
1: All the Emmys for her, all the Emmys for Pray Tell, mm-hmm. all the Emmys for Angel, who I cannot take my eyes off of. Just, yes. Is the most beautiful woman.
0: However, the reason that I'm flipping Sorry. my wig about this, that show. and I'm not one to say... This straight white man on this show full of transgendered actors deserves to have a spotlight shine on him. Yes. But I do have to say that James Vanderbeek Oh my
1: god, it's not where I thought you were going.
0: I think that he is a Holy shit.
1: I thought you we went for Evan Peters.
0: He's great too, but he's kind of a sad sack. James Vanderbeek is he's his character is terrible yeah. and he's a fucking asshole. But he's so good. He is so good. He's so good. He
1: is he is fantastic and like I, I originally read that he was supposed to play Donald Trump himself, and I'm so glad that they didn't yeah. do that because it just would have been so distracting. Yeah. Um, but he with um, Kate... No. Mara. Mara Rooney, right? Kate Mara. Kate Mara. I always mess up their names because it sounds like it shouldn't be right. the other one. Um, is so great, by the way. Also fantastic. So great. That's what I mean, like, Everyone shines on this show. Yeah. Everyone. And going back to Evan Peters, Evan Peters, who I've watched on... Um, American Horror Story, and I think converge on a little uh, too much. He mm-hmm. can be a little extra on those. Has subdued himself, maybe in a sad sack way, but like he really, I he think, did a great humbles job. himself in the face of like, I am not going to be the face of this show, nor do I want to be. Like, right. this is about these other characters and people right now. And I think even James, to that extent, could be chewing the scenery a lot more than he is. Absolutely. He's not.
0: Yeah. I think that for the two... Straight white dudes in the show. Um, they could have done a lot of things. And, I mean, it also goes into the writing and the directing as well. But I think they did a great job. And I'm also ready for my Vandersance. Like, I'm ready for James Van Der Week to be okay.
1: back. I kind of feel like he had his Vandersance, though, in that whole, like, self... He came back Self-deprecating, yeah. like,
0: bitching. in it's... Maybe it's, Now
1: the new thing is another renaissance. Like, yeah. a new... Uh, uh, songs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you know he has five kids? What? Five children. Five children with his wife that he married in 2010. Well, James Vander Bitches
1: have been busy. Wow. Yeah. And he's a good looking guy. He's aged well. Giant head. Huge. Huge head. Who would have thought those four from that show would go on to be who they are today? Yeah. Because even Pacey is like on the affair still, isn't he? I think so. He, cool. uh, that one bummed me out, when because I, I love the idea of him and Diane Kruger. I love Diane Kruger, and then yeah. they broke up, and I was sad. Yeah, it makes me sad. And Katie Holmes is Katie Holmes, but still, she's Katie Holmes.
0: I like her. Okay.
1: Um, <laughs> here's what I like. You ready for it?
0: Yes. Are you ready for it?
1: And this is thanks to... This is the power of... um, What's the word? There's a word that I uh, shockingly can't find, but like... um. Influence is not the word But the power of someone Saying to you Oh I had this thing today And then you're like Oh that would be good And then all of a sudden It becomes like a thing Uh huh I was texting with my friend Jason Allen Hi Jay Hi Jay And he told me that And I'm outing him right now That he was having A watermelon um, popsicle For breakfast one morning hmm. And I was like, "Mm, a watermelon popsicle sounds really, really good. Right? Wipe that face off your face.
0: I'm just thinking about
1: it. Okay. Well, I didn't make that face when I heard it. And I was like, I want a watermelon popsicle. I'm listening. Next thing, I'm at Vaughn's and I look down the aisle and I find these bars called Outshine Juice Bars. Mm Hmm. Kitty Girl. They got every flavor under the rainbow. Okay. Okay. I went for strawberry first. I can't.
0: Why not watermelon? Because
1: I wanted strawberry at that moment. All right. Relax. Well, it was about the fruit bar. You started with watermelon. I know what I did. That's why I said it. <laughs> I had the strawberry. I can't get enough. It's summertime. Maybe that's why, but yeah. like something about it. And I'm normally not a popsicle person. I
0: can't eat them. It gives me goosebumps.
1: Is it the popsicle stick?
0: No, it's, oh. the, it's the ice. Cr- I, I have a
1: hard time with the popsicle sticks. <laughs> I have a
0: hard time. <laughs> With the iciness,
1: I can't. it's not a good combo. When I get to the stick, I have to like really hunker down and like lick around. It's giving me the chills right now. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. I, I can get do a
0: creamsicle you. on board. Okay, ice pop. Mm-mm. No, no. Do thank you know you. what
1: drives me crazy? Is the idea. This is gonna make you throw up. Do you remember Italian ice?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Taking no. a wooden thing no, and ma'am. scraping the top. Of
0: no, ma'am. <laughs> get the fuck out with that. She can't look at me. I- It's
2: cold. Mm. Very tasty. Got a little excited.
1: (laughs) Just that.
2: No! What are you doing?
0: You're so mean right now. Huh. Well,
1: anyway, Outshine Juice Bars, the next one I'm going for, which might surprise you, is grape.
0: What the? started this with watermelon then.
1: Because I just wanted him to know that it was the power of his influence that inspired me to go for a fruit popsicle. Why do you care so much?
0: <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to start with watermelon and then be like, I got every other fruit under
1: the sun. Well, sometimes things don't make sense, Lindsay. That's true. Why like this you, story. Why don't you just fucking talk about what you want to talk about? My wigs are my wigs. My <laughs> wigs are my wigs. Um, we're not wearing wigs. No. But we we're are drinking not. wine, clearly. Clearly. It's been a minute since we've been. Ooh.
0: Ooh. I have one more. Okay, me too. Yours isn't Stella Cole, is it? No, it's not. Okay. I was only doing it because... So, full disclosure, Paul introduced me to Stella Cole, who is this young whippersnapper. Good word. Thank you. She's she's doing the music. Don't know if you've heard. <laughs> he sent me her first single, with it, which is UFO. Uh-huh. And it was a banger, and it's
1: so good. Fantastic.
0: And I instantly followed her on Instagram, because that's what I do. And then she released her second single Which is not as much of a jam But it is also very good Skirt 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 Um, And then she announced that she's going to be at the Mint
1: Hello In Los
0: Angeles on the 22nd And guess who is going Us Us
1: And you should, too, if you live in L.A. Sure. Because it's $8, first of all. No
0: money. And you're
1: never going to see her in this venue again. She's going to be playing the Staples Center in, like, a week.
0: Right now, she only has 3,000 followers on Instagram. (sighs) Next next month, she's going to have, like, at least 30K. So get in there. UFO, start with that. We'll go put, to put it on the end of this episode. Yes, yes it's so good. You and can't deny
1: it. It's I a jam.
0: don't pay a lot of attention to her Instagram, but I'm going to be under the impression that she's charming. So
1: I want to go with that, too. Yeah. And actually, this is a side wig. Um, no, I'm not going to do it because I need to know what it is. I'll bring it up another week.
0: Okay.
2: Okay,
1: so my last wig goes to NBC's new reality television show called Making It. Okay, Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman.
0: Oh, I saw, like, a little clip. delightful.
1: We watched it last night, Mm -hmm. and um, it's eight skilled craftspeople in different, like, worlds of crafting, too, where they have, like, someone who's (laughs) skilled in woodworking, uh, another woman who does stuff which I hadn't even heard of that's, like, kind of more, like, bric-a-brac-y, like, whatever she can find in her garage and create, which kind of... um, Speaks to what I like to do. Mm-hmm. So there's like all levels of different creating, and the first episode, at least, is not very structured. And like, you have to now work with wood. They're like interpret this um, this idea okay. or this theme in your own way. Okay. And the eight things that you see are like so stupendously creative and interesting. I and love like, it. I love that you took it and went in that direction. And Amy and Nick, as the heads of it, are like just Amy and Nick. So they're adorable. Right. They could dial back a little bit of their cutesy little... I think they got some network notes that were like, but are we really getting, like, Nick and what people want from Nick and Amy? Where it's like, they can... like, Ron Swanson. Yes, and they do all these little bits that are, like, cute. But once you've seen two of them, you're like, can we get back to the work at hand? And I think... I'm hoping that in the next subsequent episodes... Um, they'll focus more on the the art of what's being done. Right. And it reminds me of what people say about that Great British Baking Show. We're like, you're not, it's not Project Runway. It's not Drag Race. They're not going to be at each other's throats, but you're watching people who are very talented at what they do. Create. Cinematically well shot, and it's soothing at this time when very little is. And so it did very well in the ratings, which is great for a show about crafting. And people probably, I like, for years it. have so said much. nobody's going to watch. It's doing very well. Jump on board now. There's a great, like, the, and it's, a, it's. I thought first thought it was going to be, like, a Chop style show where it'd be new people every week. It's the same eight people. So you get to, like, root on some. Do they
0: get eliminated? They
1: do. But, okay. like, they're even cute about that where they're like, we don't want to do this. But we have to. And um, it's just good Good people, good television at a time when I think we need it most. Yeah. Um, so it. check it out. It's on NBC. Um, for as long as NBC decides to keep it up, before they take it away. See how mad I got. Shady. Um, I want to. Unless you have anything else that you want to close on.
0: I do have to apologize to my husband because what? I corrected him and said it's kid gloves. Apparently, it is kid gloves. So.
1: It's kid gloves.
0: Yeah. But you know. What, so
1: I'm you're just... apologizing to me too, then? Uh, kind of. It you matter are the weirdest. You remember how you responded and you were like, "Yes, it's kick gloves." Yeah. Like, do you does your brain ever tell you, "Maybe I'm wrong?" Oh, all the time. Well, why doesn't it whenever like, we're Like, entering around, a room and saying hello to somebody like, "That was probably the wrong <laughs> move." I did it wrong. <laughs> oh
0: god. Oh, they're never going to be my friend again.
1: If only your voice was that loud with the people you know, because we feel that way often. Whatever. <laughs> My last thing is this. I want to um, pitch something to you as a special episode down the road, but I want to do it on air to hold you accountable. Oh. You know how there's the MCM universe, the Marvel Cinematic Megalomaniacs or whatever they call them? So it's like now it's become the Avengers and all their fucking children and Uh whatever, like I don't care. Do you know what I do care about that much? So I just finished season Mamma Mia, obviously. I could do a Mamma Mia Cinematic Universe and it would be incredible. Um... Origin stories for everybody. Hashtag real life. <laughs> okay. MCM for RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. So I'm what in. I would task you with is like you're creating a superpower group, right? Of mm-hmm. RuPaul's drag race drag queens in. that are going to be like your your team, right? right? The twist is this: the way that we come to it. Is that we only get to pick one at a time, and if somebody picks that person, you're not allowed to have them. Okay. So we go back and forth over the course of an episode, mm-hmm. saying, "You know what? I want, for example, Bianca Del Rio. That means you can't have her. That right. Means I it's get like her. a draft. It's a draft for drag queens. A draft drag, and um, dra- in the end, we drag? we get to like make a poster with our drag team. Done.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay, that'll be in. a special episode, you guys. Okay.
1: And uh, I just finished season seven. That's why I'm like super amped about it. I feel like I I need to. Probably watch season four to really be well versed. I still
0: have to watch season four
1: too. We should watch that together. We should. We should. In this drag hiatus we have. Yeah, I would love it. Did you hear about Fifi O'Hara and Eureka fighting? No. We'll talk about it offline. We'll talk about it later. Well, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you so much. We'll be we back, back in, in a couple so weeks. Much. We love you so much. Um, don't forget to rate and review. I know we say it every week, but it's because we need it. Yes. I'll be honest with you guys, our numbers have slipped a little.
0: And it's your Does that fault. make you feel
1: guilty? It's your fault. It means that the wig um, tribe is not doing what they need to do. It's
0: because it's summer. We get it, but well, you know what? You know, we Soon need... it will be fall.
1: And then what? <laughs> 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 but we would love it if you could rate and review, and more importantly than anything, share us with your friends and respond to us Absolutely. and let us know that you're out there because we love 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 to hear from you, as you know, and uh, we just think the world of you. So thanks for listening. We'll be back in a couple weeks.
0: We love you. We already said that. Yeah, we said that. Anyway, have a good day. All right? Just go have a good day. And
1: deal with the world with kid gloves.
0: Whatever. Bye. Bye, wigs. Bye, wigs.
2: You say you treat me like I'm your queen. Like the Madonna, you're everything. So hello, Prince Charming, are you there? care it seems you have forgot So now I see you and your new thing. Yes, yeah, she's so pretty.